live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. It's about 11 minutes after 5 on this Friday morning. It is Good Friday, as Christians observe that holiday. Jewish holiday of Passover underway. That's a longer duration event. And a lot of folks off today. Uh, my kids are off Monday as well for post-Easter. What, aren't they just coming back from spring break? Well, I think Monday for many school districts is a, it's a comp day, meaning it would have been a school day sure. had we had a lot of closures because of snow or weather or whatever. So we just, do, wait, we had spring break the same time you yeah, did. So yeah. there was the week off and then they come in four day week this week, four day week next. Yeah. They're living. The kids. <laughs> Must Good be times. Nice. Four day work weeks. I'm telling you, it's a thing. Hilarious. My uh, youngest went. She's now at the point where, as a sophomore in high school, like they like to go to watch their friends play yeah. in various sports. Yeah, so my kid base- does that too. Yeah. yeah, baseball season is underway, so they got a couple of friends on the baseball team. Mm-hmm. So she and a bunch of her friends went up there, and they went last night and the night before. Night before, she's walking out, and it was it was sunny, right? That was the day after it rained, right? Or, but then, is that the warm day? Yeah, cleared out a little bit. It's yeah. nice, but it's like a seven o'clock game. So she's out in her little light jacket, looking nice. And I'm like, "Hey, yeah, are good you, luck with that." I didn't bother, right? I didn't bother with the. You're not going to be. Yesterday, I checked in with. It was so cold. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cold. Yeah, that's that's our spring. But we're going to go again tonight. I'm like, yeah, are you sure? But you can do it if you're prepared. Yeah, sure. Man, baseball this time of year outside, any of the spring sports. I played tennis, you know, so we'd have matches snowed out. Mike had a track meet last night. Whoa. Outdoor? Yeah. First one. Are we into outdoor already? I, I suppose I, we are. And I don't know much about this one. He didn't run in it, so I didn't go. <laughs> My kid had the... Well, our, our kids were both at the same indoor meet the other day in, in West Dallas, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know if it was the same one. They both no. had one. They both had one? I don't know if our kids crossed paths that, that often. <laughs> My kid only, he ran, they were there for like six or eight hours. And he ran one event, the 800. <laughs> and he has to be there for the whole thing. He's there for the whole thing. <laughs> That's why, man, I mean, and my dad coached track and cross country for a million years. One year when I was a little kid, he used to drag us along, my brother and me and stuff. And sometimes it was fun. I like to go to cross-country meets because you'd be in the woods somewhere. Yeah, yeah it's kind of neat. <laughs> right. yeah. Go Find hike something a little to bit. Do. Right. But one, one time he said, it was, you know, it was a spring day, and he's like, hey, it was Saturday. I'm going to go to, I got a track meet today. You can ride the school bus with us, you know, be with the big kids. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll go to track meet. It was dark when we left, and it was dark when we came back. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not a fun day. Oh. 514 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Brandon Snide has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The New York Jets have signed a former Green Bay quarterback. And no, it is not the one you are thinking it is. Tim Boyle inking a deal with the team. You would imagine Aaron Rodgers had a little say in that interest. So with that being said... The ongoing question remains, what is the holdup in a trade for the four-time MVP? The ball seems to be in the Jets' court, or at 
least I'm told that's the way the Packers are looking at it. Now, we know both general managers, Brian Gutekunst of the Packers and Joe Douglas of the Jets, met last week in Phoenix at the annual owners' meetings, but they obviously left without finishing a deal. The way I understand it, the Packers are waiting for the Jets to meet their terms, not the other way around, which would indicate that the Packers think that they have the leverage right now. ESPN's Rob Demosky on the latest in Green Bay as the biggest question mark still has gone unanswered throughout the NFL with the draft officially less than three weeks away. Over to the Diamond where the Brewers look to continue their winning ways as they welcome in division foe the St. Louis Cardinals into town for a three-game series beginning tonight. The youthful energy, which really has been a big impact on the crew's 5-1 start on the field, has even found its way into the front office. It's been a lot of fun and, and obviously feeling the energy, you know, whether it's in the clubhouse or, or in the suite with our staff during the game, um, you know everybody's come together and it's been it's been great so far. Brewers president of baseball operations and senior vice president Matt Arnold joined us here yesterday morning on Wisconsin's Morning News to talk about his hot start for his team. As mentioned before, the Brewers and Cardinals do get started tonight. Milwaukee looks to extend their five game winning streak with pitcher Brandon Woodruff on the mound. First pitch is set for seven ten. And finally, over to the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks have officially clinched the top seed in the NBA playoffs this week, and they are looking to close the door on their regular season this weekend. We want to be our best night in and night out, and you know, um, to have the best records, and you know, it is something that matters and is important. Um, but you know, I think being our best each day and every night is what we talk about the most. Head coach Mike Budenholzer there as Milwaukee welcomes in Memphis tonight. Giannis, Drew, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, pretty much the whole starting five have been ruled out. For the Bucks in this one as they finish up today and Sunday would be their last game over there in Toronto. For tonight, though, tip-off is set for 7 p.m. You can catch full coverage over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee beginning at 6.30. I think I scared Eric in the newsroom yesterday because I lost my <laughs> mind when this story broke. I will tell you what that is next. At 521 on Wisconsin's Morning News this Friday morning. So you're busy in the newsroom yesterday afternoon. You were really busy. You had a lot. You're working on a lot of things. Yeah, just still in that old return from eight days off mode where you're still trying to clean up a bunch of stuff. And the things you were working on, though, were timely. They were like for the newscasts at the moment. And you're building out the rest of the news day. And I was already on to today, like Mm -hmm. working ahead for today. So I was just kind of there. I could have just sat quietly. Because you were obviously engaged in various things. But when this story broke, I just <laughs> yeah. lost my mind and started, what are we doing? And I'm, yeah, I'm kind of talking to you. And I was trying to half pay attention to humor you while also do my work. At Imagine me like three feet from Eric, just man, 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 man. And another thing, man, and another thing, man. And he's trying to do stuff. But you had a point. I did have a point. And it's about the Northridge property. And there's news on what's happening there. Now, we reported what last week or the week before that there's a company, uh, locally based real estate investment yes. company, that wants to buy Northridge. Yes. And you would think, oh, great news. Yes, this is the answer to our prayers. And they want to save most of the structure, said it had good bones. I, we did laugh at that because someone. One of the people involved in the process, uh, I was I was surprised. They wanted to not just buy the property, but they want to try to save the building. He said, yeah, the building's got good bones. <laughs> there might be some bones in there. Probably some animal bones. Oh, boy. Could be some people bones in there. Yeah. I don't know what is happening in that thing. But anyway. They want, to, they want to save it and they want to turn it into something. Yeah. 
and a warehouse, fu- like a storage yes. warehouse, and possibly some some industrial, yeah, some maybe some manufacturing, like the kind of the possibilities are out there. But they were going to buy it, so you would think, yes, this is great. They're going to take it off the city's hands. The city for years has been trying to get out from under the Chinese company that owns the property and has done nothing with it, not even secured the property. And you would think, yes, fine. We withdraw. The city withdraws for the process. You come in here. You turn it into something. Everybody's happy. Well, they're not happy. <laughs> nope. The city is actively now trying to, I don't know, obstruct this process, obstruct this company from buying the property. They don't want it. What's funny is there's in life, there's how you see yourself. There's how you think other people see you. And then there's how people actually see you. And when there's a separation between those, that's when you have problems. Like if you think you're the funny guy, but nobody else thinks you're funny, (laughs) that becomes problematic. Yeah, how is that, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) Got me a four-hour show (laughs) for now. So I think the city suffers from this in whether it's – Overall, or just in certain areas, the city sees itself as one thing, but the whole rest of the world is saying, you're not that. We see this for you. And it seems like leadership just cannot accept that. Well, so why is the city saying no? Is it just because they don't see this type of development as something that can be job creating? Milwaukee Business Journal reporting the city is actively opposed to the sale. MBJ had a letter from an assistant city attorney And uh, they got a hold of this, and this is what the city attorney is saying. The city will not support development of Northridge Mall anchored by industrial storage with ancillary light industrial at this time. Uh, That, again, from an assistant city attorney, letter obtained by the Milwaukee Business Journal. We would be remiss to recommend support for your proposed zoning change, because they would have to change the zoning right now. It's zoned for retail and other things. Given that industrial storage does not promote meaningful job growth, it is not compatible with the community's redevelopment goals based on past public visioning sessions. Here's more. After years of neglect, uh, yada, 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 under the current ownership, the city's primary aim is to anchor the properties with a catalytic project based on a holistic approach consistent with the needs and goals of the community. I don't even know what that means, this holistic approach and catalytic and whatever. It's vacant. It's a magnet for arson and crime. It's a safety hazard. The Fire department is like, please help us because we're getting called here because people are starting the place on fire. That's what it is right now. And you're talking about cattle. Somebody is giving you a gift to come in and take this off your hands. And right now, the only plan we have is to invest millions of dollars of our own taxpayer money to just tear the thing down and hope. Somebody wants to come in and do something. And here the city just can't get out of its way again because it sees, you know what they'd like? How about a four-star hotel? Put that up there. I would like a four-star hotel. <laughs> it's not that. It's this. And the world is telling you that. But they can't help but think like it's going to be something else. Well, the good it's no- not. The good news is, is as of now anyway, the local investor isn't like, all right, I'm out. Fine. We're done. I mean, they, they still seem optimistic that they can work something out with the city. Uh, that, that is true. And the courts are involved in this as well. And right now the city doesn't own the property. It's right. still owned good by point. this other this other company. So could that deal go without the blessing of the city? Perhaps, but it shouldn't. At 5.42 on Wisconsin's Morning News, they broke the tie in Sister Bay. 
Tuesday's election yielded a deadlock in the race for village president in that small Door County community. 256 votes for both the current president, Rob Zoschke, and the challenger, village trustee, Nate Bell. Sister Bay village clerk, Heidi Tyke, joined us on Wisconsin's Morning News. I have an assortment here of dice and cards and coins and <laughs> colored dips so that they could, you know... They have a choice uh, here available for them when they arrive. And she did. She had all that she sent us the picture. <laughs> it was such a cute picture. A little bowl with <laughs> the layout. <laughs> what, what would you like to do? Here's some cards. So what they do is elections officials from the community, they came in and they conducted some random game of chance. And the winner is then decided. We yeah. had Trustee Bell on the show, the challenger with us as well. He said folks in the communities uh, also had other suggestions. I'm an avid cyclist, so there was a bike race. Quite honestly, as, as much as I'd probably beat Rob in that, I, I don't think that's entirely fair. Okay. Inevitably, there was the duels and fighting and a boxing <laughs> match. And I'm not much for violence, so I said hard pass on that. <laughs> but they just, like, right, duels and fighting just laid out an array of weapons. I thought it was interesting, though. He said that he'd probably win in a bike race, but that he thought his opponent would win in a burrito-eating contest. Yes, we had the suggestion here that we that we did put to the clerk because we had the burrito eating contest already scheduled yeah. here for Deer District. So why not just get them down here for that? That would absolutely be hilarious. I don't know that they would agree to it, but it sure would be something to see. <laughs> well, it doesn't, doesn't sound like Zoshki's in. He didn't want to be on the radio. <laughs> Too far away this morning. I, I, do I don't know call. either of these guys, but I'm pulling for Nate Bell now. <laughs> <laughs> so Pancake, our producer here on Wisconsin's Morning News, he talked to Zoshki because we wanted to get him on the yeah. air too. Yeah. And he shot us down. Yeah, the incumbent said no. No, no, thank you. Greg, you talked to him, right? Oh, yeah. How'd that go then? Um, I mean, so I did my normal pitch. Like, hey, like we're just trying to have some fun. Nothing too hard hitting. Love to have you on the show. Get your thoughts. We're going to pitch some different ideas how to break the tie. Yeah. And by the way, before you give his response... Whenever you talk to Greg Hill or Pancake about anything, you smile because he is just a nice, oh. positive person. Well, it's well, Jedi good. mind trick. He can get you to do stuff yeah, like yeah, you, all right. of a sudden you're just doing it. All this, of a sudden I'm changing the oil in his car. <laughs> this is the radio show you want to be on. Yes. So I try to get him on and he says to me, he goes, yeah, you know, I'm on vacation right now and I'm just out. So I don't think I have the time to which, again, the secondary pitch, nothing too hard hitting. We won't take most much of your time. Five minutes tops. Just want to have some fun with you. Yeah, no, I'm on vacation with the kids. Thanks. I'm click, out. click, <laughs> click. All righty then. Well, all right. Well, hours later, they go with roll of the dice to decide the election. They get elections officials there. They conduct the roll of the dice. The official. So one official rolled for Bell and one official rolled for Zosky. So they don't do okay. it themselves. So that someone is sense. acting on their that behalf. Right. So Bell, Bell's official gets a six. Ooh. Zoshki gets a two. Over. Done. <laughs> Bell wins. Friend of the program. He says he and Zoshki are good, though. No bad blood. No, I, I've served with Rob for a while. Obviously, if I didn't think I could do a better job than Rob, I wouldn't run. Um, I guess what I would say about Rob is his heart is in the right place. Um, and he does want what is best for Sister Bay, and I don't doubt that one bit. But he didn't want what was best for Wisconsin's morning news. <laughs> yeah. No radio station calling him anymore. So he should have come on the program. <laughs> Congratulations now to new friend of the program, the village president-elect, Nate Bell. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Bucks are the NBA's best team, and the road to the NBA Finals officially must come through Milwaukee with the top seed already clinched and only two games 
remaining on the Bucks' regular season schedule. According to head coach Mike Budenholzer, the mindset, though, for his team, it doesn't change. We want to be our best night in and night out. And, you know, um, to have the best records, and you know, it is something that matters and is important. Um, but, you know, I think being our best each day and every night is what we talk about the most. The Bucks are back at it tonight as Memphis comes to town. Milwaukee released their injury report on Thursday afternoon, which listed multiple starters out. Get ready for this one. No Giannis, no Chris Middleton, no Brooke Lopez, no Drew Holiday, no Grayson Allen. So if you're going to the game tonight, prepare accordingly. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 p.m. You can tune into full coverage over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee beginning at 6.30. The 87th Masters Tournament officially got underway on Thursday morning down in Augusta, Georgia. Brooks Kepka, Vicar Hovland, and John Ram all finished the day atop the leaderboard at 7 under par. Tiger Woods, though, had a couple of nice birdies on the day. He did wrap up his day at 2 over. The weather, though, could play a factor over today and the weekend. There's some cooler weather and some rain expected to be in the forecast. Action does resume this morning. They're getting ready to tee off here in about 45 minutes, beginning at 6.30. The Brewers are winning games and having fun to begin their season. Five straight wins. A big reason why, you ask? The energy as a team right now is really, really good, and we're pulling for each other, and we know that if one guy doesn't get it done, you know, the next guy has a, a good opportunity to do the same thing. So it's it's really nice. It's really refreshing, too. Like I said, from rookies to veterans, we're all trusting each other just to go up there and, and do our part. So Brewers outfielder Garrett Mitchell there, a big reason why they are 5-1. and one. He's talking about the energy in the clubhouse as the crew welcomes in the Cardinals for the first of a three-game set tonight in Milwaukee, Brandon Woodruff is expected to start. First pitch is set for 7:10. The Pancake Breakfast Special coming up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. on Wisconsin's Morning News. Greg Pancake Hill is the producer of this program. He got his nickname because he used to work at the Pancake House on the South Side. Every week, we got a lot of ideas for the show. Some of them never quite make it in. So we assigned Greg to whip up a little something with the leftovers here on this Friday morning. Is the Pancake Breakfast Special. What about breakfast? We've already had it. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? This is not a food segment. I repeat, this is not a food segment, but if it were, the British would be the team to highlight. Have you ever heard of jelly eels? Maybe a rumble de thumps or a stargazy pie? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> what about a periwinkle? Some mucky dripping or turkey twizzlers? Yeah, no idea. Me neither, because I know they sound fake and Yeah, I have a past of maybe breaching your trust because I'm the same guy who came up with this. The Nolan Arenachos. So, they (laughs) aren't fake, but they are weird. But given all those super weird foods, there's no way they can ever top themselves with what I just found. And you wouldn't, you know it. It has an Easter theme. Entering the proceedings, the first ever Southern Fried Chalkin. That's Southern Fried Chalkin, what is best described as, by multiple sources, by the way, a Southern Fried Chicken-flavored Easter egg. And that's exactly what it is. A double layer of savory, creamy Luxor chocolate coated with a layer of caramel, 
for good measure, all dunked and topped off in a crunchy, punchy breading made up of secret blend of spices that include garlic, onion powder, paprika, cumin, cayenne pepper, and chili powder. First things first, would you eat this? I'll try pretty much anything. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I'd try it once. I was expecting a little more visceral reaction. <laughs> no, no. Suppose everyone's down. Great. Yeah, but oh, Nolan Arenacho's got nothing. Anyway. Oh, I would have tried that too. <laughs> so it is 3.99 pounds, which is oh. roughly just shy of $5. Yeah, no, the currency people. Not It's not a five-pound chocolate oh, okay. breaded egg. If it, if it was, maybe I'd piqued a little more interest. My only beef with this is they called it Southern Fried, and I'm sorry, like, are Southern fried? Because it sure sounds like United States Southern fried. Sure does. I don't, I've never heard of a British Southern fried chicken or a chalk in, in this matter. The good old USA Southern spices. That's what it sounds like. So I'm going to put everyone here on the show on the spot right now. I need everyone to come up with one American ingredient, and we're going to create the real red, white, and blue Easter-themed food. Go. So by American, you mean one that Americans use all the time? Yeah, something that we take pride in in our food because they stole our southern comfort food to make their own concoction. So why Mm. can't we make something? American cheese. We're the only ones in the world that eat that. Okay, so it has American cheese on it. I need a base. Base. I was going to say salt. Salt. (laughs) (laughs) We're pretty good at that. We have American cheese and we have salt. (laughs) There's your winner. Anything else that Uh we're going to add to this thing? Do we need like a protein of some kind? We need like some kind of meat. Yeah, like maybe uh, burnt ends. I was going to say burnt ends or brisket or something. Brisket. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buffalo. Because that, you know. So we have, so far we have burnt ends spilled or spun in buffalo sauce with cheese and salt. (laughs) And salt, right. Sounds like a, me- a meal to me. I'm good already, right? Do you want to add something else to that? I, I think we made it. I think that's the perfect concoction that we could have made. So there you have it. They may have their southern fried chalk, and we have our USA whatever we just made on Wisconsin's Morning News. So whether it be a promotional item to push a certain holiday or just some good old-fashioned made-in-the-USA, ill-advised by the Surgeon General Foods, we here at WTMJ say pull up a chair, grab a napkin or two, turn your dial to 6.20 a.m., and have a happy, happy Easter. Oh, and dip it in ranch. And yes! Oh. There it is! There it is! <laughs>